Uh, welcome along to the podcast. It is uh, a Wednesday. I've got no idea of the date, but I know we're heading into round five of Super Rugby. Ali Williams, Mills Mlea, Scotty Stevenson with you on the short ball today. Uh, boys, should we recap the weekend? Ali, I'm coming to you on this. I <laughs> don't. I'm coming to you. I'm coming straight to you. Come, Coming to me, baby. Come okay. Okay. I'm going to use the words hope and blues, and I would like you to construct a sentence. The Blues bring hope to New Zealand rugby <laughs> after their victorious victory in the weekend. And now people of the world and world rugby can see a spectacle, which is Blues rugby playing well. All right. Let's take Rico Ioane out of that picture and his 20 points. The Blues, the Blues win, the win with a shaky victory over a unsturdy Japanese I thought you on the Blues gave the Sunwolves a hiding. <laughs> I, okay. Uh, th- now nah, look, at the end of the day, he was on the end of um, <clears throat> some cherries there. He did bugger all for those tries. Um, but, he, I mean, he scored them. He scored more than he did in one match than I did in my whole career. Um, actually, he became, he sat sidelined to a, our mate to the right of us, old Shab, and the, one, one of four players to score four tries in a, in a match for the Blues, I think. So, um, it's good to see your name still getting bantered around. I know. I mean, obviously we're here. Oh, hey, and I tell you what, I fought hard for those four tries <laughs> that night. I tell you. How many metres did you run for those? Oh, you know, there was one try. I think it was um, right at the end where Carlos chipped over the top and Dougie tried to steal it off me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah get out of here, mate. You've got enough tries. Hey? Oh. You still hold the record, Dougie? He's under threat, isn't he, from Israel Folau? Has Israel got that record? Uh, gee, I think, you're, I think he just, he must. Just hold on to it. Yeah, he's, yeah, I think he's still got it. Still got it. He's still Dougie got it. Dougie Howlett. There's, um, a, there's a name. Uh, what an interesting sideline. Dougie Howlett's now, from what I understand, he's consulting to one of the Gaelic football teams yeah. in Ireland. Ireland. Is that right? Gaelic football yes. team, isn't it? Yeah, the top team. Is it, he's my, consulting to the top yeah, team. Yeah, yeah my wow. understanding, yeah. He's, he's, he's God there. He like, is. Like, amongst Munster, he's the sponsorship manager. He, does, he works for some environmental Yeah, he, that's his investment. Portfolio, oh, okay. and then um, from my understanding, I'm probably all wrong. Um, and then uh, now he's obviously taking that higher sport. There's a word for it, isn't it? The high performance sport. Um, well, his learnings into to Gaelic into football. Gaelic football. Pretty cool, though. To the GAA. Well, wow. that's uh, big time in Ireland for sure. Uh, let's get serious. He's got an Irish about... passport. Does he? Yeah. Maybe it could come back. Maybe Gaelic. Doug Howlett playing Gaelic football. Could you oh, imagine? Um, no. Could he you couldn't imagine? kick me. He can't kick you. Beautiful. Way to end that <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Let's, talk Let's talk seriously about the Blues. <clears throat> Let's clear my throat because we'll get serious here. I thought Sonny Bill was outstanding in midfield for the Blues, and I thought James Parsons was outstanding for the Blues, and I'll tell you why, boys, because they took a beating and got back up time and time again mm. and never gave up. And I really admired that about both of those players, two senior pros in that Blues team, Sonny Bill Williams captaining the side. And that Sunwolves defence is tougher than people give him credit for. Yep. They can put a guy on his ass. And Sonny got belted. Parsons got melted a couple of times. And the fact that they just got up and just carried on doing what they do, I think that's the part of the Blues performance that should give people hope that things are starting to lock in there in terms of what it takes to win games. Would you guys agree with that, or am I wildly off the mark, as usual? Oh, it's probably the bit that people have thought um, has been missing. The, res- the resilience, you know, mm. especially when you get belted back and you look at a senior player and then all of a sudden they perhaps in the last few years haven't come back, they haven't sort of um, 
grafts onto those hard sort of um, the hard stuff, right, ones, you know. And so I think when young guys look at that, and and um, and, and also coaches, and you've obviously noticed it as well, Sumo, it, it also it brings um, inspiration to the team, and you know that they're just not after the hard stuff. And when your leaders are doing that and leading like that, it just lifts the whole team. And so. I think it's it's a part where it has been missing a little bit for the Blues, and you know you kind of get the grasp of the fact that it's um, that sort of stuff's actually coming back, which is it, which is absolutely mm. pleasing. Well, it says more about the environment and what a player is prepared to do to get a victory mm. than it does almost about how a team's playing and that sort of stuff. So, to me, if I look back, you've got Auckland Rugby that you know was doing what it was doing, and then last year we looked at it and we said. They won that match in the final. They won other matches that you thought they were never going to win. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pretty, but that word resilience. And they just kept going, kept going, kept going. And what I liked in the weekend, as you say, it wasn't pretty. Mm. But they just kept going and led by senior players like um, Sonny and Jipper, Mr. Parsons there, um, just getting up and keep rolling. Because those young kids, they'll do it. They'll yeah. do what the old guy does. That's they'll it. do it. They'll yeah. do it. But they won't do it if the old guy's <laughs> sitting there going, well, you know, the and coffee's And if, if that doesn't happen, those guys don't do that. It, like you say, it was an, they didn't win pretty, but it could have been an, it could easily have been a game they would have lost Yeah, had, mm. the, had those two senior players not keep going at it, you know? Because yeah. when, you, when you weigh it up with the Blues, and, and we'll get to other Kiwi teams through the short ball today, but... If you're a young player, short ball. If you're if you're a young player walking into the Blues changing room, you look around there. There's one guy who's won a final, and one other guy who's been to the playoffs, and that's Sonny Bill with the Chiefs mm. and Martinoni with the Hurricanes. There's no one else in there with a tradition of winning, and that, I'm not singling out players and saying poor you. Is that correct? Name me one. Carl Tuanukafi maybe with the uh, with the Chiefs. Chiefs. But if you yes. compare and contrast with every other team in the competition, and from a New Zealand point of view, you walk in there and there's guys who have won titles, and there's guys who've been to the playoffs regularly. Mm. But for young guys walking into the Blues changing room uh, for training on a Monday morning, they're looking around, they're saying, "Who's my guiding light here? Who's going to give me all the information I need and give me the direction I need to make it into playoff football?" Augie, Pulu, Mad tough. Dog, he was with the Chiefs, wasn't he? He was indeed. So there right. is there is a few, but I I do agree with you. I generally can say they with the Blues. I think they're well. I don't think it's a problem, but the players are looking to the coach. You've got Leon McDonald's won several championships. Tana Unmanga, Tom several, Coventry, Tom Coventry won several. Tra- you, so they're looking to those guys. When really you look internally first, and then you get support from the likes of Tana and. Um, and Leon there, mm. so uh, you know uh, that's a valuable statement. You know, saying that internally they don't have that. This is how you do it. Yeah, uh, look, and we and, know what to and, do or and try they, to do because that's that's the hardest thing to get into the blue system yeah. is is just having an environment in which everyone there is a winner. And you guys both know what it's like when you go into the All Blacks, and, and because you're surrounded by champions, mm. right? Mm. So there's a natural expectation on what is required from you, and you don't have to look too far for the inspiration. Furthermore, you don't have to look too far for someone to tap you on the shoulder and say, mate, you are not up to scratch. Mm. This is not how we win these test matches. This is not how we win these games. So uh, the Crusaders have it in spades. It's a self-sustaining environment because the expectation level is set. And it doesn't matter what coach you put in on the Blues – uh, they are not the ones who are going to be able to do this until they build some playoff experience in their squad. 
So it's a real catch-22, and I feel a bit for Leon McDonald because I don't think his challenge is catch and pass and tackle and defensive system and set piece. So I think his challenge is purely mindset. Mental, yeah. Purely mindset, saying to these guys, if you want to be champions, act like champions 100% of the time. Not 80% of the time, not 75, not fall over when the chips are down. And that, going back to the original point, is what I liked about that win over the Sunwolves. Sure, it's the Sunwolves. Mm -hmm. It's a team that's won one game away from home in 25 attempts, but it doesn't matter. There's no diagrams on a scorecard, to use a golf analogy. You got it done. And and this is where it's probably really crucial for the the Blues. They had a really good start against the um, Crusaders. (laughs) They went away, and then all of a sudden that doubt sort of came back. They lost the games on the road. Then now they've just they've grinded out a win and they've looked at leaders that have sort of um, you know batted their way through it. The but hard part now for them this is, is bye week. Well, it is, and to make you don't sure get points anymore, you, right? you know, but to make sure they don't think, well, oh, we won that game, everything's going to be rosy. Yep. You know, they almost have to draw on what what you've spoken about those leaders. Um, you know, grafted because the, the other thing is, and you talk about the mental side, it takes time to build that. Yeah, you can't you, you can't sort of emulate another team. They can't look at the likes of the Crusaders and say, "Oh, what are they doing? We've got to try and copy that." You've almost got to go and and do the hard stuff, you know, together and find out what that looks like and feels like before they create this this culture and of um of, of winning ways. And I just hope um, that they don't think, you know, okay, we'll, we'll beat the Sunwolves, we'll, we're back on our winning ways because it's going to take mm. a lot more than that to. Um, to become winners. Do, do you know the other thing, and, and I know we'll, we'll move on to other teams in a second, but if you if you walk into the Blues HQ, and I've had the privilege to walk in there a few times, I'm sure both of you boys have been down there, there's no real acknowledgement of the history of the Blues. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? I mean, this is... This it's is been a f- an ongoing battle for right. a long... Like, ever since right. I walked in there, it was yep. like, where's, where's the history of this Blues side? Where, where do you walk down the hallway and see the greats? Where yeah. do you say, you know, 96, 97, we were champions of this competition. 2003, we were champions of this competition. It's almost like, let's hide from that. Let's not try to emulate that. Let's create our own pathway. I think you yeah. have to reach back a little bit now and say... We are a champion club. We can be again. I think we've got to go back to that. The facet that everyone used to hate about Aucklanders was the Jaffa, was the the perceived arrogance when you're on the field because you thought you could do things. The you know because you could. The, you know, but but the way that the guys played um, in, in terms of the island, where you know bigger population of islanders who have that freak ability and all that sort of stuff and i think that we've potentially gone away from that in this new pc world that we live in we've gone away from it because we're trying to be pc well actually no that's our identity and let's embrace that let's be different let's create something off the back of that and um and as you say let's honor some of these some of these greats, you know, the likes of Zinni Brook, Robin Brook, you know, Sean Fitzpatrick. These guys were all great players, but they also were great men and had something different and had an attitude about them. I mean, if we mm-hmm. look at, you know, Robin Brook, I was my guy that I looked up to. Well, when you look up to someone, and dare I say it, you get the good and the bad with it. Mm-hmm. And you can't just take the shininess and say, look, that's, I'm, I'm going to just be that person. But you, you take the good and the bad, and that's what I think one of the goods and the bads about looking at those guys and looking at Auckland in the past was they did have that swagger, ar- swagger arrogance, whatever it's perceived arrogance but not internal, 
And that's what I think they need to try and get to because it's not arrogance, it's a confidence and a reassurance that you know what you're doing and you yeah. can do it. And that's, that's, and that's, the word's probably wrong, which I'm no, using. I, but I, I, I totally agree. I, I think they need, in terms of effect, they need to touch on history. You know, go back, mate, they were dominating. The Blues, well, they, they won champion, championship after championship. But you've got to be careful because those guys had swagger because they were successful mm. and they had arrogance because no matter what team came and, and where they went and played, they won. Now, times have changed. Yeah. And and the athlete has changed. So from where, what I've seen is guys, yes, they can take that on. You know, we've got this Auckland, Auckland swagger. We're just, we're a Jaffa, blah, blah, blah. But they don't go out and perform. They don't go out and and have that resilience that we've, that you've just spoken about, where they get battered backwards. They're, they're after. I get it, after, you're saying, think, you've got, saying you've got to earn the right to be an asshole. You have to. And you have to also do your homework and know what you're actually doing and be collective. Yeah. You can't go out there and say, I want the limelight, I'm this I'm this Jaffa, I'm this and I've got swagger because that's that's kind of what's happened. You know? I think and, it's still chicken and egg though, Shabba. I think the fact is that you've got to internally have it to then perform and say, well, actually, because let's say you walk down the street, you're a big man on campus, right? And you act like it. Someone comes up and says, right, you want to go for it. You actually have to muscle up. And that's when it's like, well, he is a big man on campus. you know. But the guy that goes, wow, he doesn't have it. He didn't even try. So what I'm saying is before they, they've got to feel internally, not externally, but internally go, I got this. And that's, I think, is the un, untold factor down in the Crusaders. Yeah, man. Is even when you are, you know, that scrawny little white kid that grew mm. up and you don't have anything, once you put that Crusader jersey on, once you get selected, once Razor Robinson puts his hand around you and says, kid, you're good enough. Yeah, you're suddenly six foot five and you think, ten kilos. Man, I got yeah. swagger, man. And, and, you're, and you're prepared to get a hiding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Because you know you're going to go out there, but you might get a hiding, but you're like, mate, I'm, I've got it. Yeah. Whereas. On the flip side, yeah, they might have it, but they're like, Whoa. yeah, exactly. I remember Owen Franks coming, and you just sort of looked, and you're like, well, you know, he's a big kid, and he's doing all this sort of stuff, but does he really have guts? And and I, I remember that, you know, internally people challenged him, mm-hmm. and I tell you what, mate, that just brought the best out of him. He said, right, I'm not the fittest guy in the world. I'm the strongest beast in the world. I love scrumming. Oh. I'm the most disciplined human being in the world. Yeah. And I tell you what, a hundred Ted's later. Beat it. Don't ever challenge me Ch- now. And that's what that's I it. think is that internal thing that comes. <laughs> but, he, but he had something else going for him. Man. He spent his whole childhood getting put in a sleeping bag and getting the shit beaten out of him by Ben Frank. So, I mean, yeah. you know, like he, he came off a pretty good base. Let's be well, honest. he did. But, I mean, you know, from the outside, he didn't show that he nah. was that boom, boom. And then gets in there, Canterbury, and, then, and he just was like, Mate, I can do anything. And you're yeah. like, go kid. No, he, he was, and he was confident. I yeah. remember the first time we, he came into All Black Camp, and I had, a, I had him, and it was like oh, only 50-50. I had to hold the hit shield. And this, I was like, who the hell is this little young punk? Yeah. It was like <laughs> belting me backwards, and I thought, oh, maybe just the first one. Mate, he did all of them. And I was yeah. like, shit, mate, mate, someone else over the bloody head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My ribs are hurting, coach. Get me out of here. Let's move down the line on the short ball today uh, down to uh, Chiefs Mono. Uh, we could go ooh. further down the highway if you want to. I mean, I know that they don't want to talk about it. Four and zero, got nothing really going for them at the moment. Apart there's from no the international airport in, there, mate. We can't land. Greatest we man in the land. world and Brody Italic, but we can move further on down do down you, to the do you hurricanes. Not, if do you, you want. not want to touch on them? Do you not want to? No, touch? I mean, you can touch on them. They're oh, just in a bad spot. Well, why not? Uh, I tell you what. 
like most of this issue, uh, from what I hear out of the camp, is coming from a defensive system that was implemented pre-season when the All Blacks came. They had to simplify because the guys just couldn't quite click in in time to get around Neil Barnes' defensive system. Remembering too that Colin Cooper did have the defensive role last year, but has been shifted into an oversight role this year within the Chiefs organisation. So, you know, all the coaches are brought into the defensive system. Apparently, all the players have. But here's the thing about any defensive system, and you would know this, boys. If you're doing it 50% of a game, it should be all right. But when you're dropping the ball 25 times, Suddenly you're using that system 70% of the game and that's a very different story. You are going to miss tackles. So the unfortunate thing about that, when you're trying to get used to a system, and you could go back to Hanksy and and your experience in Waikato, commit to it and it could be ugly for a few games, Mm. but if it clicks and it should click with the calibre of player they have there, then hopefully they'll come right. But they are... They're in a world of doubt, and that is tough on the Chiefs. A oh, world of doubt. It, yeah, it's it's huge. And the, the thing is, I kind of just wonder whether it, it just seems that defensively they, they don't have a buy-in from the players. Like, mm. And that's where, you know, like Wayne Smith was mm. so good. You know, he had a collective group of uh, defensive guys that he had, but the clarity that he showed and why he did it, and then also, um, you know, the, the uh, I suppose... How they sort of disagreed, but agreed on certain things before presenting it to the group, and then that actually led on to everyone sort of really buying into it. And I just wonder whether they've just gone and said, "Well, because we've run out of time, this is just the way it is," and players haven't really backed it. Because if it's something really new, like like you spoke about with um, when Hanksy and, and Gats brought that rush def- defensive. If you're not used to it, and you've got to remember, we've got a history of New Zealand rugby, you know, you outside foot up, all this sort of yeah. thing. If you're not used to it, you don't believe in it. And when you don't believe in it, all of a sudden things go pear-shaped. And I, and I kind of wonder, the tackles that they're missing, they're really kind of soft tackles. And so you kind of wonder whether they have got a lot of... Well, you, they do. Yeah. They've got a lot of doubt in there. And then you try and turn things into their... To, to make things happen through their attack game, and you're forcing a whole heap of pressure on Damian McKenzie. And then you then you're seeing a guy like him. Like if I was any other team, this is, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd get McKenzie out of the game. How do you get him out of, out of the game? He's sitting in the back. Okay, maybe you'd, you'd kick to him, isolate him. Who else is going to run the cutter? Okay, when you when he's sitting there and he's and he's running, you put heaps of pressure on the outside so that he's that he's having to either chuck a pass over the top. He knows and feels as a, as a fullback, there's there's um, there's space out there, but he's going to force that. If he doesn't well, force he, it, he's, he's going simple. he's going to fullback this week. He needs to. There's no he's doubt that, that he's going to fullback this week, and that brings Debrusini into the front line. And he's you know he's got a good head on him, Jack Debrusini. Mm, yeah. But again, that means that the Chiefs have to get used to another alignment, and Big Jim heads back to fullback where. I think for him, for, for Damien McKenzie, who gave up a lot of points against the Crusaders, especially in that opening 10 minutes, I mean, he was the greatest assist for the Crusaders <laughs> in the game. The, but that's just a player who is so low on confidence that w- when you're spiritually lost, I'm not trying to over-amplify the situation, you cannot be playing 10 in no, a game. No. He's trying to make things happen all the time. Right. So, and that's, yeah, that's where he needs help, you know? Yeah, he's forced to. I, I mean, I think that... Chiefs have got the same problem as the Blues. They look go into that change room and say, "Well, where's some of our championship pieces?" Yeah. I don't think they've got as many as we think they do mm. in terms of what the Chiefs have done in the last four or five years. You know, you've got your Brody Italics, but your Sam Canes are injured, and mm. you know Anton Leonard Brown. He's there, but I don't think he's won a championship in my career. No, he, has, be, yes. oh, he has. So there's not a lot of massive leadership there like the Blues. I think they've got the mm. same issue, and then you know. 
as Millsy says, if you don't, you can buy into something, but unless your heart and your truly buy mm. into something and it's driven by you and the player group, not the coaches, yeah. then it, it never is as successful <laughs> as it can yeah. be. So that, it's, a, it's a battle. Yeah. Now the Hurricanes. You're going. You're going there already. You can't, we, you're going we there already. Three, five, six good minutes, the Chiefs. I mean, seriously, and all we this talked about not... was their problems. Let's move on. The Hurricanes, <laughs> how well did they play? They were good. Let's go. They were good. Colsey. Should we just settle on him for a second? Mm, and just oh, he's playing and, well. He's got, what? You know what he's got? He's got the mongrel dog. He's yep. just into everything. But you know what's great about that? I mean, the funniest thing about that game is <laughs> is Asafu Amua warming up five times and Colsey <laughs> going, beat it. Beat him, I am not leaving the field <laughs> until this game is won. <sighs> and you know what's awesome about watching Coles in great form? Then you go down the road to Christchurch oh, and look at Cody oh, Taylor yeah. and he goes... Yeah, now nah, it's on. I'm ready. It's kid. on, baby. <laughs> this is so good for New Zealand uh, rugby. Uh, you know, Coles is just was into everything. Another classic game between those two teams. Highlanders probably felt a little aggrieved at the end of it, but ultimately, I love a game like that. Both teams have their chances. If you give up territory in the dying moments of a game like that, mm. you, you probably lose the game. That's the nature of how defensive. Patterns are set these days. We hey, talked about it last night. This would be interesting to see what people think. But we talked about it last night. Wasn't it good to see uh, Bowden Barrett nail that kick in the end um, in front of the twenty? You know, on the twenty-two in front of the post. You know, it's just so good. I'm like, what a load of bullshit. We expect that, don't we? Oh, that's your, that's, that's stock your and job. trade, exactly, mate. We expect that. Trade. Don't give me that. Well, well done. You did, it, mate. He wouldn't even be thinking that. No. Like, that's bullshit. You, he, he's kicked I'm that 2,000 times a week at training. That's uh, That goes over. I mean, uh, the question is when it expect- doesn't go over. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So let's not talk about that. That, that was expected. Yeah, <laughs> Good on you, kid. You delivered too, mate. <laughs> so if you if you look through the Hurricanes, do you, who who stands out for you now in, in terms the of... The Marpy yeah, is and that, the short ball. Is that your guy? Oh, my God. Is, is he, that your guy? He's three guys, mate. <laughs> he's unbelievable. He's like a tank. What's happened to Can him? Can you imagine if you had that power shabber? Can mate. you imagine your Saturday nights and he's not on very, the rugby he's field? Not, he's not very tall. Jeepers. He is. Right. A, mate, he's a tank, all right? He's a weapon. He is a weapon. Nice stuff, that. I mean, but the, the other thing is, Bodie's starting to show some nice glimpses as well. He's just, I mean, I know it's the second week, but you know, that try that uh, Lomapi scored when, you know, it was, wasn't mm-hmm. kicked out and he's kicked across the field. I mean, that's precision. And then someone like, like man, oh, that's my worst nightmare, seeing a guy like that break a line. You're like, please draw It reminds pass. me of a combination of um, Carlos Spencer. I'm going back to great blues teams. There you go. Carlos Spencer... Um, a guy by the name of Samuel what a mouthful got it wrong and Mills Muliaina that back line was, <laughs> that's the three go- that's, that's it that's the mate, up that back, one that back line was incredible <laughs> because Carlos would try and do all his magic you know and then he was like ah it's not going to work here Samuel Sammy, take you it take it poof poof it just crash and bash and then it was like Sammy would be like Oh, I'm getting tired, mate. <laughs> oh, I'll just give it to Mills, see what he can do. And then voila. And as a forward, you're like, good on you, boys. Good on you, lads. Oh. It's, it's, it's exciting, mate. That's the last time we won it, too, isn't it? Gee, we, That's balance, though, so, right? That's balance. You've got a guy who's got a bag of tricks and he knows when to play him. Yeah. And, th- and that's going to be Bowden Barrett's challenge all year is to say, when do I pull out the tricks? When do I just play stock standard 10 yeah. footy? Yeah. Because I've got an outlet. I've got Lal Muppy. If I'm ever in the shit, Lal Muppy's going to cut it up, make yeah. the gain line, good to go. And that frees up your back line. You- yeah, they've got stability. Nine mm. 
Yeah. TJ Pitanara, he's oh, he's in well. exceptional form. <laughs> Nine, ten, and twelve. Mm. Um, you know, they're at they're, they're solid. You know, mm. very very stable there, and so. You know that I mean when when those guys start firing together and they they, they are really um, they're very hard. If you're a harsh critic, they are really. Well, they are. Well, mate, we, exactly. Yeah. Get off the fit, mate. They're playing damn well. New Zealand rugby way better than Quade Cooper don't, don't, don't and Genia and stuff like. Don't do it. Well, that's three and oh, the Rebels, mate. Give it. Get him behind the Rebs. Get him behind the Cooper yes. train. Yes, Rebels, mate. Oh, they're going down. Nah, Quade's good. Quade and I mean they are playing well, aren't they? Hell yeah. They are playing very well. And it's so good to see. We talked about this last week, didn't we? Yeah. It's so good to see. Good on you, Chief. Tell you what, the Brumbies did some dumb shit in that game. Um, Australians. Uh, yeah, well, the Hurricanes look like they're settling into their rhythm. What about the Crusaders? Do we need to talk about them? Or are we just are we going Crusader death machine? Can oh, I just say one thing? This week. Can I just say one thing about the Crusaders? <clears throat> if you were to play a DVD on how to play rugby, you would play that game. Yeah, they are playing that good. It's so picturesque. Oh, it's, it's so perfect. Mm. It's yeah. unbelievable. You you can't actually say anything more about it. It's actually scary. Yeah. Well, they're on now quest for twenty straight wins. Wow. Uh, in the Southern Classic this weekend, and oh, that's uh, always a great match. Though, well, Highland, well, Highland Highlanders won fifth. it last time. Yeah. So and what they're fourteen and zero at they're home. Fourteen at home after that win. So oh, yeah. So she's all go. Yeah. She's all go. Highlanders, gee, they've lost some close ones this year, mm. haven't they? They've got that little one percenter hanging in the back of their mind. But this is always a niggly game for the yeah. Crusaders for some reason. I think because the Highlanders actually play territory against them, and they're one of the few teams that does it well mm. yeah. against the Crusaders. Mm. Yeah, you cannot let them dictate tempo. You cannot nah. let them dictate field position to you. Because that, that was the thing. Like oh, I kind of had a little look at it yesterday, and you think, well, how the heck do you beat the Crusaders? Do you? And I thought maybe if you if you kicked in the ball, and then hopefully slow the, the whole game down. But you slow that down, they've got a massive forward pack. Well, they're all black forward pack. Mm. They will just rumble you from ev- everywhere, and then they just sort of change it. So, but. If there's a team that can absolutely do that and put them under pressure up front, it's probably the Highlanders. The problem they've got, the Highlanders, the last three games, they've, they've sort of um, faded away in the closing moments of the game. The last sort of 15 to 20 minutes of the game, they've really started well and they've just sort of, you think they're going to pull away. And all of a sudden, that, that last 20 minutes, um, they just seem to, to, to fade off. And you can't afford to do that against the, the Crusaders. I'll tell you how you beat the Crusaders is you do um, bombs, attacking bombs. Whatever we call Gary huge Gary Owen, that's a huge Gary Owen. You put them, but contestable, but you only do it in the five meter channel with the wingers. And so I reckon that's their the high ball is their weakness. Aaron, this Aaron Smith putting it up for Naholo, Naholo, yeah. and he just challenge, and you just go up the field, up the field, up the field. So in other words, you kind of marry them. Yeah, exactly. And you just you it, you play it boring, but that's to mm. to a degree how they grind you. You do that, and you come in with line speed. You don't let them. Chuck it out wide, and I tell you what, they'll keep it back. Do it again, and that's that. That's just me. I've never been a coach in my life, but I bet you it works. That, that's what I thought. Play boring, play boring stuff. Yeah. The, the, the problem that you've got though is if you don't quite get it right, because they're going to get you know pressured when they're doing their kicking, and they, that that ruck becomes fast. Have you seen the relay and how they transition into attack? You know the, mm-hmm. what, what they're doing did against the Chiefs was just like ah. Uh, no, that was the Chiefs. Man. Was the damn. Chiefs. Well, not only that. The Highlanders are very good at the breakdown. Mm. What have the Crusaders added to their game over the last three years that negates any uh, inferiority they may have over the ball? They've added the offload. Yeah, they have. It is offload city down there. 
Jack yeah. Goodhue, David Harvilli, Cody Taylor, they're all throwing them. I mean, even Matele's won a couple right. of weeks ago. And so, if you, so, and that, that has been a, a fundamental strength of the Highlanders for a long time. We, we will disrupt your ball on the ground. Mm. If you don't give them the chance to do that, it's hard no. to get the ball. And but that's why, I reckon, that's why I reckon the offloads are hard from the high ball, from the aerial game yeah. for the Crusaders. And I, I, that, that's just, yeah, that's what I think. Um, I've got round four frog in the throat. That's what I've got. How do you get him out, mate? I don't know. Just got to work his way out. <laughs> just, just a glass of red wine. Glass you know, of red, I once, eh? I once, uh, <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's your drop of choice, mate? I'm a Merlot man myself. Are you? Yeah, I don't do Otago Pinot Noirs. They're overpriced and taste like cordial. Um, <laughs> got, a, got a view on them, though. I love I've it. got a view on them, for got sure. That's why I don't do them, because I've tried them. Here's, uh, I've got a story. For, I lost a voice once going to call a Chiefs game. And, don't uh, blame you. Yeah, well, most people probably would have been happy about that. You got and, caught at the uh, and, uh, at the pub on the way down, didn't you, <laughs> no, Chief? No, but I got there and I, it was really bad. So I've got eighty minutes of calling a game of footy to go, and uh, oh, I'd hate I'd hate that as a the second chi- caller. The Chiefs, yeah, happened. I'd be gone. The Chiefs media manager uh, came back to the commentary box about uh, five minutes into the game with a pint of red wine and said, "That'll get you through, son." And uh, so that I had to go through oh, the whole magic. game sipping on this red wine just to uh, just to get the whistle wet. Shit, it was funny. That's magic. Great stuff down there in the white. Oh, oh yeah, great stuff. Counties they might not, not be winning, but gee, they know what. Hey, they know how to put wine in a pint glass, yeah. and that's the main yeah, thing. Uh, boys, should we do a quick? Uh, <clears throat> Jesus, should we do a quick uh, rapid fire here? On round five. Can we talk about Six Nations too? Yeah, we can. What a weekend. Yeah, we coming. can. And no, this is I'm, a guy, we, I mean, I, we, I'm glad you brought I that up. I don't know if you were the same, but I didn't give a rat's ass about Six Nations. You do now? Before, I, before I, going over. Before going over. Yeah, I didn't mate, really it, it was awesome. Then I went over and I understood it. Yeah. Tribalism to the best. Yeah. Old school tribal. It mm. is, it's just magic. The rugby, look, I tell you what, you you like a B rating building. Oh, tell come you what, on. It's still, it come is magic. On. Well, it doesn't have the flair and stuff that we're used to. Basically, they've got proper let's second go back, rollers there. Let's go back to England and Wales. Fruity. England Wales oh, that was a good game. That was a good game. Come on. <laughs> no, he's backtracking. Okay, okay. Beep, okay. beep, beep. Okay, just put the reverse on. And before pulling we get back. to the Six Nations, Chief, statement. Chiefs Hurricanes, Chiefs any show on Friday night? No. Brumbies Waratahs. Tars get that, surely, even in Canberra. Yeah, definitely. Stormers taking on the Hawares. Ooh, where's that? That's over That's in Cape Town. Storms. I'm going to go for a good away win from the Haguades. Haguades. Sunwolves taking on the Reds. The Reds will smash them. Yeah. That's in Tokyo. Yeah, the Reds, Reds will smash them. Yeah. Highlanders Crusaders, Southern Classic. Oh, jeez. What are you even thinking are you, about, are mate? Are you equivocating here? No, I think the, I think the Highlanders can do it. Okay. I actually do. Okay. You know what I thought, thought too, Chief? Crusaders all day, mate. <laughs> And the Lions taking on the Rebels in Johannesburg. Okay, <laughs> That's what Shag, Steve Hansen, used to say to me. I'd say, mate, I'm thinking about it. Oh, you know what thought thought. I was like, no, thought thought. And I was like, okay. What so you that? obviously don't. What does that even mean? I don't even know what it means. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so what do you mean? So you don't actually want to let me think? No, don't think about it, mate. Don't think. I was, I was like, okay. Well, it's working for you. Maybe bro. someone could tell us what, you know, what thought thought. We don't care about the Lions yeah. Rebels, do we? Do we care about the Lions Rebels? No, I want the Rebels to win. Oh, I do too. Yeah, but it's tough to gig in Johannesburg. Tough gig. Although I'd I guess love to see the Rebels win. I'd love to see um, Quaid and Guinea sort of steer the ship. 
I know, I'm sort of on the on their bandwagon. You are on the bandwagon because I quite like it. I think Australians play well. They deserve it though. They deserve it. Exactly. He went through. He went through a lot of grief last year. It's like now you're jumping on the blues again, but uh, you know, off here you're just slating them. Oh, stop, mate! Stop. I'm a blues fan through and through, and I'm a a Crusader champion. So I mean, there you go. Every time we go down to the bloody Crusaders, we go to the car park. I'm a Crusader. I'm a Crusader, (laughs) mate. We had no car park, and my good man down there, he remembered the championship I bought for him, and he was like, "Here you go, mate. The car park's still yours. Here it is." Here it is. Six Nations this week, Calcutta Cup. Do we give the Scots any hope over the English? They're still in the hunt. Remember, the, the English, the English are still in the hunt. The English, English are in the hunt. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so here's the thing, right? So they win with a bonus point over Scotland, which is actually an eventuality I can see. Mm. Um, if Wales win, it's all over. Yeah. If Wales, if Ireland win, England can still win. And Ireland can still win. I, I just don't think anything here is a lay down here. That's all I'm going to throw De- out. Definitely not. Definitely not. I think um, I'd say the English will win. Mm. I'd say the English will win. Um, I'm a I'm, I'm a Welsh fan at the moment. Eh? I'm I'm boxing with red on, and I just think they've they're playing with a spirit and they're playing with a zest. It's almost like a a see you later, Gats. Thanks very much, but you know we're not. Oh, I, I we're going to give you a yeah, little present. I'm with you. I think the Welsh deserve, it. and we spoke about it last last week about how how influential Gats has been, and mate. This competition is is awesome. I mean, I think it was a couple of years ago when the Irish had to play Scotland at Murrayfield and they had to wait around for a wee while for another result to go their way and then mm-hmm. they won the Six Nations. But mm-hmm. this this year for me has, has been like, you know, when the, the English came out and bet the Irish, which I didn't think was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I thought after the Irish smacked uh, the All Blacks, you know, the Irish were going to go through and just dominate. And then the English came out and just absolutely Smashed dominated them. Oh, they hissed into them, that's for so sure. So I thought, all of a sudden, hey, Nate, the English are going to win this. And then the Welsh were just happily going away about their business. They probably had the easiest start. And then, man, that game in Cardiff. Oh, I was good. just kind of like, wow. This is why this competition is yeah. so great. Do you, you don't really, I mean, I know the, the championship is good. But you it's don't get good. that, man. The All Blacks dominate. The Aussies yeah. been hasn't been that great. Every now and then, the South Africans might beat the All Blacks. Yeah, but you also, you know, what's good about it? A, a stadium in which at least forty percent of the fans are away fans. You never yeah, get that man. in the Southern Hemisphere Correct. because you've got to travel yeah. halfway across the world to play a game. And the Italy outcome and France, is by the way, yeah, it is all the time, which is. is what people want. People don't want the same old stuff. Oh, that's right. Italy and France. Well, Italy's the same old shit. <laughs> <laughs> Italy and France. Uh, they get the, hey, wait, they, yeah, they're the wait. first game of the, of the last round. I think they should play the game in Tbilisi, and the winners should then have a death match against the Georgians. Oh, oh yes. yes. That, that like if that you, if you, awesome, want, if you want to add a little bit of frisson to this game, that's it. You go play the game in Georgia, and in then, Georgia. Yeah. And then the winner backs Man. up against the Georgians. <laughs> there you go. Imagine that. Well, rugby's meeting today, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Can we just put that on the agenda, please? Yeah. <laughs> a late request Georgia. from Scotty Sumo Stevenson. We're going to go Hell play the game in Tbilisi. That's where we need to be. <laughs> so here's how it all pans out. England will know before they play Scotland whether they are a chance. Oh, how and, good. And so if Ireland win this game at the Principality, England are going to be running out on Twickers going, we could win the Six Nations in this game. The Scots. What a motivation that would be! Yeah, and that's the thing. Holy you, you, you shit! You don't actually know who's you don't know who's going to win it. It's in Dublin, isn't it, or in Cardiff? But put it this way. No, it's in Cardiff. It, it's Ooh. in Cardiff. It's in Cardiff. So they're not going to win. So the Welsh what? will come through. The dragon will stop. 
I look, I, Wales have got to be oh, favourites man. at home, you but be, then you, you can't pick that. The singing Daisy, mate. Well, I, Daffodil. This Daffodil, is, Daisy. This is the game for me. This is the weekend for me where you can truly judge World Cup credentials, because for three of those teams, and all three of them are mentioned in dispatches when it comes to Rugby World Cup, the title is on the line mm. for all three of those teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who? I want to know. It's the referee. We need the referee is definitely the third party in that final. So to me, the referee, <laughs> you know, you've got your two <laughs> nations playing against, and then you've got the ref. You know, whether he must be the the one a Frenchie, will it? Just really put a Kiwi in there because God knows that everyone loves oh, blaming a New Zealand gee. referee for everything. Oh, this beautiful. is the one time we know. I'll tell you don't. what. Here's real controversy. Let's put Wayne O'Barnes in there, mate. I tell you what. Barnsley in the Wales Island. He actually refs well over there. Barnsley in the Wales Island. over there. Yeah, it's just he doesn't ref well against All Blacks. No. Hey, Wayne. You know my last one of my last games with him. What are you talking I si- about? I said to him, I s- it was extra time have against. Leinster. back twelve years. Yeah, yeah. I have. Um, I was extra time against Leinster in the semi final of the European Cup, and I, I said, "Look, I'm done. I've finished, retired." And um, extra time kick off. Go and try and knock it out. Whistle, get off. I said, what? He goes, mate, yellow card. I said, mate, I was challenging him in the air. No, you won't. I said, you are you you lost me the game in 2007. <laughs> oh and now God. I've got a manager called Morad Bujarel and I'm trying to get my last payment and we're going to lose this game because I've just been sinned. What are you doing to me? He goes, oh, sorry, mate. Anyway, Brian got... This is a genuine conversation. Genuine conversation. And then anyway, so I get put off. I'm looking, the president's looking me in the eye, literally going, <laughs> good on you, mate. You're not you just paid? lost me the thing. You're not getting paid. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I come on about six minutes to go, or maybe it was 15, 10 minutes to go, and Brian Abana scores an intercept trial. So you be out here, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to get my last paycheck. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> did like, did, and did then you get so, the paycheck? Yeah. Well, we, we went on and won the following week. Mm. And then, so then I, at, after the match, I walked up to Wayne. I said, do you know what you just did you know I mean it's all very well you looking good on the TV and all this sort of stuff you put my whole paycheck in jeopardy sorry mate anyway we had a bottle of wine together Beautiful. he's actually a good man he's a champion yeah, he's a champion I do enjoy him he, off uh, the field. I do, rugby is uh, rugby's the ultimate hobby for him he deals yeah. in some he deals in some murky stuff in the law business law, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, he, as I said he's a good man he's a good tourist he loves travelling also wears his shorts high and tight and yeah. I appreciate yeah. that the Barnsies hey, the Barnsies are a great yeah. fashion statement <laughs> he does doesn't he <laughs> the Barnsies he's got a great running technique too he I, does yeah I love a good man with a distorted running technique like me the drunken giraffe it's, it's still we don't really know is he strawberry blonde is he ginger is he blonde I'm not sure if he's definitely him. strawberry blonde he's a strawberry strawberry <laughs> blonde he's no he's no redhead internally or down below potentially redhead but <laughs> <laughs> up top mate, he's definitely how strawberry many, blonde how many bottles of wine did you share <laughs> right that's it that's it that's it for the short ball this week make sure you check out all the action Super Rugby and Six Nations it's coming to you on rugbypass.com cheers lads